Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Hook em Up, 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Oh, yeah, a little Creed, a little Creed to open up the uh, final hour of the week. That's right, the fabulous fifth quarter. Of course, Creed, the anthem and the uh, driving driving force behind this Texas Ranger run to the World Series, which opens tonight, game one of the Fall Classic. Rangers' first appearance in the Fall Classic since 2011, and we won't get into how that ended. It's a mojo mascot for him this year. I'm a good mojo mascot. Every now and then you need a mojo mascot. For Texas, remember, it was, it was, cool. it was John Wick. I remember John Wick, all the John Wick references by Sark saying, you know, we like that everybody's trying to hunt us, but we flip it around on them, flip the script, and the hunter, all right, we become the hunter instead of the hunted. And then Quinn Ewers start talking about John Wick, and other players are talking about John Wick. So I do still believe that the Texas unofficial mojo mascot of the season is John Wick. I don't think anything else has deterred that. Well, they that are, is interesting. They are the hunters now, and not that. the hunter. Because okay. Texas has been the hunters because they've been the uh, underdog in these series on the road yeah. to Tampa, Baltimore, and then to Houston. And now they're the hunted yes, they uh, are. because the Diamondbacks would be the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the hunting. Did you hear team. who's so uh, we'll throwing out the first pitch tonight? Let me guess. Uh, Nelson Cruz. No, don't want funny. But Nolan Ryan. <laughs> no, G.W. No. Bush. And the, J.W.? Oh, all G.W. Oh, still that's the, good. still got the heater. And it's going to be the heater, And dub. it's going to be caught by Pudge Rodriguez. So, mm. Oh, that's great. Good, great comment. I'm that. sure he'll throw one right down the right down the pipe. Yeah, yeah W's a little older now. W should take it seriously. That, 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 that ball club. That yeah. first pitch he had at that Yankees game after 9-11, though, was probably the most electric first pitch ever ever thrown. Oh, yeah. Well, I he, think that's true. Yeah. He, he galvanized he the country, and he, and he, he aced it. it. He yeah. didn't go uh, 50 cent. Oh. No, from the mound, Ooh. just right down the middle. Which Strength. I've always said, having thrown out my own fair share of first pitches, I've been lucky enough to do that. The mound is a problem. You think it's easy. When you get up on that mound, it's higher than you think. It's usually slippery because they've just you know watered it down because they're about to start the game. Uh, if you don't have the right shoes on, Right, if you ever get to throw out the first pitch. Oh, I've thrown out the first pitch a couple times. I nailed down. Wear, wear the right shoes. Mm-hmm. Wear no. the proper shoes. I've, I've, I've nailed my first pitches. If, me too. If, if I didn't, just made it been heat. viral. CB had been sending it to me right now about how Bring embarrassing I was. Yeah, no, it's, it just takes practice. Some of y'all go out there and have never thrown a baseball at a like at the plate. Hey, you got to warm from up the, first like, of all. Yeah, from the mound. It's like, dude, I, before my first pitch, I went out to a park. I went and found a baseball park, and I went and just threw pitches. And nobody, it was just me out there by my damn self throwing. Because all you need to do is kind of get the rhythm and learn, like, all right, this is the this is how much I got to put on it. I got to throw it this high. This, and I went out there and I mashed it. But it's just practice, man. It's well, reps. Because there's no excuse for the lack of preparation. Come right? on, get out Some there. Some people don't prepare. I know. And then they don't know, right? When you're not prepared, then you can be surprised by things like a yeah. sli- like a slippery ball. Yeah. Oh. Because it's usually a slippery ball, and mm-hmm. usually the, the and when you come off the mound. 
if you don't have the right shoes, your foot will slide. That's exactly right. Uh, and yeah. then because you've got like slick shoes on, or you're yeah. wearing sandals or something. Uh, so some shoes with some grip to them, and understand that as you come down the hill there from the mound. That's going to make it – it's not throwing flat ground. Exactly. That's why people skip it all the time. They yeah, always come up short. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's right. you got to put some more height and, on that And thing. you don't get a warm-up pitch. You can warm up on the side, but you don't get a mound warm-up pitch. That's a good point, you too. you got to just bring yeah. it. Yeah. you got to bring the cheese. So, yep. Uh, all right. Well, that will be tonight. Uh, Rangers, Diamondbacks. Like got to play with the lead. Nathan Avaldi, as we mentioned, has a chance to etch his uh, name in, in forever history in Major League Baseball. No starting pitchers ever won five games in one postseason as a starter. That's crazy. As a starter. Uh, the other pitchers who have done it are, include Randy Johnson uh, with five wins. And then uh, who else? Uh, Steven Strasburg did it. But they both did it with a bullpen appearance uh, in a series. Yeah. Now, Avaldi, if this series goes long, could end up with two starts. As getting the game yeah, one, he could be a game five or six, six starter. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, gosh, how about six wins? He's been unbelievable for them with that split-finger fastball, and uh, he really is hes a competitor if there ever was one. It's rightful that he's from Alvin, Texas, because Nolan Ryan is from Alvin, Texas. And uh, hey. you know, two of the best – I mean, a tiny little Alvin, Texas, on your way to producing, down Highway 6 to Producing Galveston. big-time pitchers like that? Well, just two. but Still. And the Ryan brothers, who are pretty damn good. That's still. Uh, and the Ryan family. But, uh, yes – so that's tonight. That's part of the sportsgasm weekend that we've got on tap because the NBA is back now to join, uh, gosh, MLS soccer, basketball, football. Ty and I, Ty, you ready to go head-to-head? Head-to-head on some college football, pro football, picks, mind, right, five Ty. on five. I got to admit, I had won most of the week so far, and then last week I collapsed with one and four. Ty had a four and one week. Ty was awesome last week with his picks, so and I'll go with, go with one of us. Uh, Ty, you feeling good about your picks this week, or where are we now? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm always feeling good. Do we have some, some football music? You know, we've got to have the football tunage. Come on, we got, got like, to. Kind of like Creed. you got to get in the mode, the mm, mojo. Get the mood. i got to feel it. It's mood music, man. Oh. oh. All right, Ty, do you want the first pick, or do I get – we're doing a snake draft of this. You got it. You got so it. So I, I get a pick, and then you get two, right, if I, if I take the first pick. Do you want the first pick, or you, do I want the first you pick? You got the first pick. Okay. That's easy. But then I won't get one for two, so i got to be right about this. I'm taking the Kansas Jayhawks getting nine and a half points in Lawrence. I know they have Jason Bean, but speaking of sign stealing, it doesn't occur to me that they had a perfect game plan for Texas on uh, two weeks, three weeks ago, and they looked okay against the likes of Cincinnati, SMU, and Central Florida last week. So you're giving me nine and a half points at Kansas. I'm taking it. Take it. Oklahoma very well could win this game, but they had to survive overtime. This is on the road. This will be the Jayhawks Super Bowl looking, looking to kick Oklahoma on their way out. Uh, Jason Bean has now had three or four games to get acclimated to the offense. Obviously, he's had all week, and he's a great athlete. Give me the nine and a half points in Lawrence. Ooh-wee. At 11 a.m. on Saturday. Nice. Ty, two, two for you, my friend. I'll go against you on that one. I'll take nine and a half points with Kansas. And then... For my second pick, I'll take Iowa State minus one and a half. Who are they playing? I haven't even looked at that game. I'm I'm having to check right now. I I, I send I send my picks to Craig Flowers every week, and I'm I'm just using those this week because they've been hitting for him, and I haven't been oh, taking nice. the ones I have been sending him. So I'm I'm trying oh. to reverse reverse this a little bit here. Uh, Iowa the State. reverse Johnny, as you would call <laughs> it. Reverse Johnny. I love that term. <laughs> I learned that from Craig Flowers. I think I've heard him on the show use that term. <laughs> so Iowa funny. State's playing Baylor. It's the reverse. Oh, well, hell yeah, they're going to come. <laughs> Baylor's, Baylor's oh, horrible, yeah. Baylor's mom. Terrible. Horrible, mom. Yeah. Uh, okay, my next pick, another underdog at home, much like Kansas. Give me Wisconsin and 14 and a half against Ohio State. 
Luke Fickle, an Ohio State Buckeye alum, uh, coaching Wisconsin now. Oh, if you know the history of Ohio State, they always struggle at Camp Randall. Always, 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 always. Uh, you got a, a Buckeye coaching the team, Uh-oh. and you're getting 14 and a half. Ohio State is off of their, you know, just um, gut check win against Penn State. That 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 you know, ball buster of a ball game. Oh, man, slobber um, You know, it was the most important game to their season. So this is kind of a trap spot. And I'm getting two touchdowns and a hook. Uh, so I'm going to take that. I think Ohio State will win this game, but I think it will be harder than you think. And Wisconsin's sitting at 5-2. and two. Wisconsin's a 5-2 and two football team. They're not great, but you're giving me a home team at Camp Randall at night with a hyped-up crowd. Uh, Ohio State look, coming off of a, a huge emotional game, maybe a flat performance for them. Give me Wisconsin and the badges plus 14.5. All right, I'll take Air Force at Colorado State minus fourteen, undefeated Air Force. Air Force. I have to mention ooh, that. Air as Force well. Falcons. All right, what's the line on that, Ty? Do you know? Fourteen. Fourteen. Minus fourteen. Okay. Minus fourteen. And Iowa State was what? Minus two and a half against Baylor. It, I had it at one and a half, but it's two and a half now. So we'll. we'll, we'll All right, that's we'll, fine. We'll, and that game is in Waco. Am I right about that? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, all right, I got you. Uh, I really haven't studied the out, the Big Twelve games outside of the couple Texas, obviously, and BYU. Uh, looking forward to seeing how K State does against Houston now after Houston comes off of that game. All right. Uh, oh, Danny Hogson said that he thought Chris Kleiman was the best uh, coach in the Big Twelve, one of the best coaches in college football. Chris Kleiman. Oh, Dan Holgerson. Yeah, he's really complimentary of well, K State. Well, I mean, he's got some, you know. He likes to have a good time. Let's just say that with Danny. At least in the past, he has. Oh, he's had his way with him. Yes. As he wants it. Danny's trying to get him to be kind to him, <laughs> to be nice to U of H. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think Dan Holgerson did a good job last week against Texas. I mean, oh, he did a great he, job. He's, he's he's inconsistent as a coach. I think he's inconsistent as a person. So I say about Holgerson as oh. far as his, you know, he likes to. Oh yeah, no, no, he he'll li- drift. Yes. He'll drift, you know. Yes, yes. He and, looks like he. The, but, but that's when, the guy that's like. A, Pull all nighters at times, <laughs> and not the kind where he's watching film. <laughs> Talking about the Ty Henderson kind. But when he is uh, locked in, he's still a pretty good coach. I mean, oh, he yeah. buckles his chin strap and uh, gets going and changes up his defense and knows it's Texas and yeah, got a, uh, Tillman Fertitta, you know, breathing down his throat. He's a ball coach. Okay. Uh, Rodham, I'll have you help me with this. Do you like Let's Texas or Texas State? Give me one. I need one. I need to pick one of those. I got two other Well, who's picks. Texas State playing? Troy, Trojans. Ooh, what's the at line? San Marcos. What's it's that line? Texas State getting seven off their bye week at I'll take, home. I'll take Texas State. Me too. They, Texas State has had the, be- the best offensive turnaround of any program in college football this season. And one thing that I trust for that program this season so far, they can score some points. And coming off a of bye week, too? Yep. Got DJ Kenny's going to be in his bag? In his bag. Oh, I'll take that. Adam getting seven? I'll take it. Troy's a good team. Where are they playing at? Where are they playing at? San Marcos. Oh, yeah. They got that. They got it high for the home games, too. Oh, yeah. No, I'll take Texas State. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Plus seven. Uh, All right, Ty, what's your next pick? I've got, uh, so far, Kansas, Wisconsin, Texas State. You've got uh, OU, Iowa State, Air Force. Wait, no. I thought I had Kansas and you had OU. Oh, I have Kansas. You have OU. That's correct. We're off. I have Kansas plus nine and a half. I have Wisconsin. I have Texas State. You have OU, Iowa State, Air Force. Okay, I'm going to take away that OU because I meant to take Kansas in that one. I agree with you on that one. Oh, So I'll give you what? two. Right? Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I don't know. You said you were going against me on that. I took Kansas. I thought – I guess I'm, I'm out of it. I, I, thought, I thought you took OU. <laughs> um, so Ty, Ty, had, Ty had espresso espresso martinis and then tequila. So <laughs> I did yes. hear that earlier. And no sleep. And no sleep. Okay. Yeah, but he met a lady. Oh, no, yeah. 
A nice lady. Exactly. He's a smooth, he's a smooth operator. That's why he he's is. out, right? He's not out to listen to the jukebox smooth or the deep eddy. He's out there to meet the lady friend. Yeah, he is. And that's why, hey, I'm, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. It's a great place to meet him, too. But I'll, Just get your picks right, Yeah, so I'll, I'll replace my Kansas pick with Green Bay my plus one and a half at home. You can have Minnesota. Kansas. We can have the same pick. I'm fine with that. I don't want to do the but, same pick. All right, that's fine. So okay. green, replace that with Green Bay plus one and a half at home against Minnesota on Sunday, and then I'll take Denver plus seven at home against Kansas City. And I think they'll cover. Hold up, how, 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 how much? How much? How much? What? Say that again. With Denver plus seven at Kansas City or you at home take? against Kansas City. Worst defense on record against the best offense in the league. Wow. All right, let, let him have his pick. That's you know a, what? That's a, you know what? That's a straight that's, money, that's money that's percentage. Interesting pick for me that's yeah, and, uh, and you want to know why that's interesting that reminds me of that jailhouse pick that dude made remember he picked uh was the eagles to lose yeah, what are we getting that guy on the show remember Rashid or whatever yeah, yeah. he never messaged so maybe, me back damn it well probably in jail exactly <laughs> he does, he's not the most consistent guy or reliable spent a lot of time in jail all right so. i'm taking pittsburgh at home getting two and a half points to jacksonville pittsburgh okay. steelers at home Somehow Pittsburgh's four and two. I mean, I don't know because Mike Tomlin can right. coach his butt. Well, off. that's where I'm going with this. How about this? Mike Tomlin is a home dog. Eighteen five and three. Exactly. Plus eighty percent. Eighteen five and three. Mike, you tell Mike Tomlin he's a home underdog. No. He's like Gundy. Gundy's like that. Remember Mike Gundy's yeah. home as a home dog. Yeah. If you're a really good ball coach, you're like that. It's like Utah sometimes has numbers like that. It's like, oh, you got Utah as a home dog? Yeah, yeah. Take it. Mike Tomlin, home underdog in Pittsburgh. Take 18, it. 5, and 3. That's good. Give me the Steelers. Good job. And two and a half points. And All if right. I were a betting man, really betting with uh, Cousin Vinny, I would, buy the, I would buy the half a point and get it up to three. I'd get it up to three. Because you can buy that half point, cost you a little more if you lose. But I would buy that, get it up to two, because it's not going to move off that. That's the number Vegas wants. I would, move, I would buy it up to, t- to three. Just okay. to give yourself Because then if, it's a field, if Jacksonville wins by a field goal, you still push it. Yeah, push the bet. Smart move. Uh, but that's what I would do at that spot. But I won't be able to do that on this. What about you, Ty? What's your last pick? Last pick, I'm going to take the New York Jets in the battle of, of New York against the Giants. Uh, minus three. J.E. I like that. Against Tyrod Taylor, and they're getting three. They're playing the same stadium, but the Giants are actually the home team in that game. Uh, okay. So no, Jets defense is still legit. And they're playing Tyrod Taylor, who, by the way, they're already talking about, should Tyrod Taylor replace Daniel Jones with the Giants? Uh, because he's he, paid the guy. I know. I know. That's the owner's like, well, what are you talking about? I just paid this Yeah, I just paid this dude, man. All right. Uh, Ty, do you have the Dolphins line? What's the Dolphins line on, on Sunday when they play the uh, Green Bay Packers? Um, um, that's, it, it is my – or the Dolphins? They, yes. they play New England. New England, that's what I meant. Okay. I said uh, New England? You said the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, uh, Dolphins are playing – Minus nine and a half is the line. All right. Uh, that's a lot. That's a big number. That's a lot. That's a big number in the league, man. But uh, Mac Jones, 0-5 against the spread against the Dolphins in his career. 0-5 against the spread in his career. Uh, Mac Jones doesn't like playing the Dolphins. Patriots are plus nine and a half. I take the, the, the uh, coming off of a loss at Philadelphia where I know they've had a hard week of practice with Mike McDaniel. Tua was not happy with the throw he made at Philadelphia. I got – the Dolphins. Okay. Belichick's defense, though, ain't bad. Especially they got, um, what's his name back, Jones? They got jo- Jones back Jack in the secondary Jones. now? Yeah. No, I'm taking the Dolphins. He's playing pretty well. I got Dolphins. Uh, but those are my picks. Um, we've got, uh, so there you go, Kansas, Wisconsin, Texas State. Ty- Rod, I'll give you credit if you get the Bobcats. I like and that And then pick. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Miami Dolphins because Mac Jones is not good against the fish. They're the fins. They're the mammals. 
down in South Florida. So <laughs> I will take that one. Uh, all right, plus nine and a half. All right, Ty, and you've got Green Bay, Iowa State, Air Force, Denver Broncos, and the Jets. So three NFL, two college. I'm going uh, three college, two NFL. And, Rod, I was close to taking the Longhorns. I really feel like the Longhorns are going to win this and cover it. The line's moving the 18, up. The 18? Was it 18? Yep. 20 now. Yep. Yeah. Not a chance. It's 20 cover. now. There's not a chance. That's a big number for the backup quarterback, man. There's not a chance. That's a big number. I know. That's I, also I, the, I, biggest, I the biggest money percentage, like, game of the weekend. You know, like, yeah. how many bets versus how much money is getting placed is money mm-hmm. on BYU. It's like 30% of the bets, but like 90% of the money. Yeah, I think right now if I was leaning, I think I'd take BYU to keep it within that number. That's a big number. Hell, Texas don't cover numbers like that when Quinn's starting as the quarterback. They don't. They, they, didn't, they didn't cover it last week against U of H. So, I don't know, all of a sudden they're supposed to start covering that number when – I don't know, they actually played better games on the road than they played at home. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I Vegas just, is trying to get Longhorn fans to spend money because they know y'all are I know why it is. It's because I watched them play TCU, and I watched most of the game, and TCU is not very good, and they they were just so superior athletically, and it wasn't close. Yeah. And it wasn't close. Now, so and Texas is more talented and athletic than TCU. Uh, and they had a backup quarterback starting that game. It was at TCU. That's fair. Uh, you know, the win over Arkansas doesn't impress me. Arkansas is 2-5 and five and 0-5 oh and five in the SEC right now. Uh, I saw them play Kansas, and Kansas made them turn the ball over. I don't know. I, just, I, I think Texas has a chance, even with Malik Murphy, if he doesn't turn the ball over and they don't turn the ball over, I think, he, uh, I think Texas can win this game, let's say, 38-14. to 14. They could, and if they do, I think it'll be pulling away late. I just think you you ha- you'll have inevitable growing pains from a young quarterback. This is a personal game. A lot of it's very personal for both sides, right? Sark, his alma mater, that's BYU, where he played ball. He knows all the coaches, coached with all the coaches, um, so it almost feels like a bit of a rivalry game to me from that standpoint. And for BYU, because it's so big, you're going up against a former BYU quarterback. I think they're going to break tendency. By the way, I think the Season so far, it tells you when you play Sark, it, four teams have done it, show them something different on game day than they've seen on film, so they're not prepared for it. If that's the case for a young quarterback, I mean, if Quinn Ewers has struggled early on with looks that he's not prepared for, what's that going to do for Malik Murphy? Um, I don't think Texas is going to run the football. You run the football, less explosive plays, you don't score as many points, game stays closer, and every concept that defense has struggled with, crossing routes, bunch routes, targets to bunch routes, empty formation, they do it. Yeah. They do it with, like, with regularity. And they have a quarterback who's a veteran quarterback who, as long as he doesn't turn the football over, you know, they can at least run a competent offense. And if Texas defense can't stop some of those concepts, they're going to run a lot of them. I don't know. I think 20 points is just a lot with a lot of the uncertainty and question marks. But you're right. Athleticism-wise, Texas is far and away way better than BYU. But I watched U of H lose to Rice. All right, so sometimes athletics. I'm talking about with it, Dana, though. Yeah, like so, exactly. Right? is up and down as a coach. And when he's on, he's a good coach. Yeah, sometimes a team who just smoke that is way more athletic. You think, oh man, they're gonna boat race this team, and then they don't. And that that's happened with Texas against a Rice, against well, a Wyoming. You think, oh, they're gonna boat race them because there's no way they got the athletes to keep up, and then they I do. Get I get it. So I don't know. Twenty I points. I think this a is a personal game to Sark too. It I is think, personal. I think Sark. Yeah. That's his alma mater. I think he watches and studies that team maybe more than others. Uh, uh, just by nature, right? It's your alma mater, so you, you know those guys. Those, yeah. are your, those are your friends uh, that you played with back in the day. So uh, I, I like Texas. I, I really do. I think 40, you know, 38 to, to 14 kind of thing. Because I think, I think PK has a bounce-back game defensively this week. This is the kind of team I think they get their hands around. And look, as far as athletically goes, Houston, they're not as athletic as Texas. They're, 
But they got some athletes that could play at Texas on the outside. Oh, I know. They, but just saying, have, like, they don't have lines of scrimmage They, they like lost Texas. to Rice, who Rice doesn't have the athletes that U of H does. My point is it's not always the athletic advantage oh, that right. puts you over the oh, top. 100%. Because Texas should have boat raced Rice in Wyoming. They did not based on athletic advantage. Because sometimes is, if you don't have the mental process down and you're not missing focus or your game plan isn't as good in Texas, we all admit it. They actually were outcoached at times in that Wyoming game, in that yeah. Rice game by those coaches. If that doesn't happen, then the athletic advantage is not so insurmountable. Plus, I expect Malik to ball out. Ball out, thing. brother. Come That's on now. If he balls out, then none of, all this conversation is moot. But, man, young quarterbacks. Go look at the young quarterbacks, right? CB sent us this. Shout out to my man CB because I believe it's from Joe Cook. Joe Cook at Inside Texas who does great work. He looked at all the recent quarterbacks at Texas going back to Cole McCoy and their first start, all right? And – and the win-loss and all that kind of stuff. So let's compare to Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers first start, 16-24 for 225 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, first start for Sam Ellinger, 15-27, 222 yards, one touchdown. How about Shane Bouchel? A, a, what was he, 16-26, 280 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and a rushing touchdown. Damn, he balled out versus Notre Dame. Uh, Tyrone Swoops, 20-31, 20, 176 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, how about the McCoys? Colt McCoy, first start 12 of 19 178 yards three touchdowns one rushing touchdown he balled out versus north texas uh what about david ash straight ash homie versus oklahoma state 22 of 40 139 yards two interceptions yeah so it varies in terms of what he's going to do out there and how productive he can be i i, I think you're going to see malik make some mistakes but you're also going to see him make some big plays and it'll be a little bit of a mix of both all right uh those are our picks we'll grade ourselves on monday and uh figure out who's Keep score, of course. Uh, this guy says, uh, that is, that is uh, what does he say here? I can't wait for the Rangers to get swept so I can stop hearing that damn Creed song. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> hey, they won't get swept. We'll be back. No we'll way. be back. It'll be, uh, we'll do more Texas chatter behind the burnt orange curtain. Also interesting text here to, to, to pose a good question. Also, what's popping before the end of the hour? Let's hook them up on Ian Rod B. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Austin, Texas Sports, The Horn. Yeah, the Longhorn line has crept up over right at 20 points now. BYU and a backup quarterback, that's a big number. I like the Longhorn, so that's a good big debate. number. It is big. That's a, I said that I should take my, because I'm not using them. I'm using Texas State on my picks. So that's what I said last night about the Bills. Buccaneers game. It felt like a, a Bills win and probably comfortably, but as that backdoor cover number is nine and a half, ten. That's yep. a backdoor cover number. You're right. And uh, they they did just that. They you know went got a, their only touchdown of the game mm-hmm. or since early in the game. They got that quick touchdown after the Jake Josh Allen interception. Oh yeah, nice throw by Baker. Tip drill made a great throw right Ooh, out of the, off the sidelines. Yeah. Hit Mike Evans made a good good adjustment to the ball. Uh, pushed off a little bit, but he did it discreetly. Uh, got the touchdown. It was 10-10, and then it was all Bills from there. They went up 24-10. Looked like they were going to get to 31-10. Um, but, you know, th- that offense was looking good. Josh Allen threw two touchdowns, mm-hmm. um, you know, ran for another. 
and looked as good as we've seen they him. Ran, they, they, they ran the ball. They did. James Cook. Well, like and, Buffalo ran the well, ball. Well, you had to bit. because the Buccaneers' run defense is their <laughs> biggest problem on defense. They cover pretty good with Antoine Winfield and that group in yeah, the back end. DBs, yeah. But last night, I mean, they were focused on Stephon Diggs, so Gabe Davis had a big game in that spot. But uh, uh, the backdoor cover is 24-10. to 10. They were looking to extend that lead. Then all of a sudden they, get, they, they turn it over. Or missed a field goal or what it was. I'm trying to remember the fourth quarter. And um, Baker and his team took it down the field and scored and went for two, got it. And uh, so when that's your, your, your six-point difference versus could have been 20-something. Which one of you guys picked the, uh, the Battle of New York? Was that you, Ty? Jets. He took the Jets. Uh, Daniel Jones is out. Yeah, he is. Yep. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, so good job. It's done deal. That's a good pick then. Tyrod Taylor. Because it's official. Darren Dable said he's, he's not playing. And it's, it's not, also not. official that uh, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed are playing. Just got that that, uh, update during the break. Nice. Okay. All right. We'll go behind the burn orange curtain here in a moment. This text on the uh, text line. We appreciate all of your contributions always on the the text line there. It says, uh, did Lovey Smith save the the Texans franchise? Now, this is one that we can pick this up in future shows, Rod. Oh, because he kept him from getting the number one overall pick? Yeah, I ranted about that for months. (laughs) I still don't know if the Texans wouldn't have taken Stroud over Bryce Young. That's the thing we'll never know. Yeah, because remember, somebody before the draft was trying to tank C.J. Stroud's draft stock. Remember uh, that that test about the cognition test? And remember the Mike Lombardi reports about, you know, he's a system guy. He doesn't work out well outside of that system of Ohio State and all that kind of stuff. Somebody was trying to tank his draft stock. We don't know who. There is a theory that maybe it was the Texans just to ensure – that the Panthers didn't go after C.J. Stroud because they knew C.J. Stroud was their top quarterback well, on their board. Uh, yeah, and I know teams say the right thing. This is our guy all along. You just don't know what Houston would have done. I still wish they had. A, I still wish they had had the first pick. But you know, that's that's. But either way, um, they got yeah, the right no, guy. They, I, and they that's got the, the right guy. That's the matchup of Stroud and Bryce Young this week. Uh, and also, who's trying to tank? It could have been uh, Indianapolis at could four. Have been, yeah, it could have been anybody. Who's trying to get the Texans to pass on it. But anybody yep. that's listened to those, good general managers, they've got their own reports yeah. and their own scouting. Uh, but, yes, that'll be a you know, fun game, and it's a chance for Houston to climb above 500. Cowboys play the Rams on Sunday. Both are at noon. So can I hear one thing about the Houston uh, game real quick, though? Please do. Um, the, the Texans are, man, they're probably going to have some big-time passing numbers in that game. How about this little stat? Uh, Tank Dale and Nico Collins, they're fifth and seventh in the NFL in yards per route run when the quarterback isn't pressured. Do you know who's last in the NFL in pressuring the opposing quarterback? Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> so, well, C.J. Stroud, fifth in the NFL in passer rating when not pressured. He's got two top seven receivers in the NFL when their quarterback is not pressured and they're going up against a team in Carolina who is last in the NFL at pressuring the opposing quarterback. And – the O-line's getting healthy for Texans, too. Yeah, they are. So that could end up being ugly in terms of the uh, the pass defense for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, and C.J. Stroud off the bye week had extra time Ooh. to work. I think the run game yep. is, was probably a priority there with the offensive line now back healthy. Dalton Schultz is balling, too. Dalton Schultz. He has, three, he has, a, he has a touchdown in each of the last three games. Balling. Let's go behind the burnt orange curtain, Texas and BYU, one more time before we're out of here on a Friday. And they were all asking themselves the same question. What? What? is behind that curtain. All right. Yesterday, Sark met with the media. He had a Zoom uh, media availability yesterday, answered a, a bunch of questions, uh, mostly about the quarterback. We played 
uh, those cuts uh, multiple times for you. Uh, but let's get to some of the other cuts. And we talked about this game is going to be personal. It's going to be personal for Sark because he's playing against his alma mater. It's going to be personal for the BYU coaches because they know Sark really well. That's familiarity because these coaches have coached together. Uh, Sark actually coached um, some of the coaches when they were players too. Uh, that's how long uh, Sark has been around. Uh, so here is Sark when he was being asked about playing his alma mater at BYU where he was at one point the starting quarterback. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, naturally in a week like this, you know, you you reminisce now and again. I get I get some of the bad videos sent to me of myself as a player. Uh, I jokingly said I would never have recruited myself after watching uh, watching the way I play. But, uh, you know, some great memories. I, I will say that. We had a heck of a team my senior year, and I had some awesome, awesome teammates uh, and I had some great coaches. You know, Coach Edwards was a, is a tremendous was a tremendous mentor of mine and instilled a lot of the things we do now into me as a head coach with, with the players that we have on our team. Uh, I think to some of the great wins we had when I was there, but I also think back to the relationships and naturally my relationship with, with Kalani is one that, that I cherish. Um, you know, we, we, we definitely, you know, talk and, and share ideas and thoughts and different things. And this isn't just since my time here, this has been going on here for the last couple of decades. So uh, in the end, um, sure, but, but I want to beat them too, you know, and I'm sure they want to beat me too, too. So that's the way it goes. Yeah, it's personal for all of those coaches, and it should be, uh, especially when you're competing against guys who are considered friends of yours. Actually, at times, I know this from my man Shano because him and Sean McVay are really close. Like, they're really close. They consider themselves to be, like, BFFs. And Shano's one of my best friends in the world, Kyle Shanahan. And the the, the hurt that he <laughs> that he feels when he loses to Sean McVay is different than the hurt he feels when he just loses to another coach in the NFL. Did you ever have it's to different. cover a teammate in, in the pros? Uh, not really, not really. I didn't have to. I didn't obviously play enough. We didn't have enough receivers around the league to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can see why that is a special kind of hurt. Oh yeah. you may need somebody. You can see your best friend. Y'all compete against each other when you lose. Somebody's got to lose. But uh, from what I've been told by uh, Shannon's wife, Manny, that that one that one stings. It's in the division too. Yeah, it's division. It's division, and it's your best one of your best friends. It really and the guy that knows your secrets. He was on your coaching staff before, so that's why for both sides, personal man. I like personal. that. Well, and we got this text from Utah Horn listener in Utah rooting against the hometown Cougars just for this weekend. Ooh, Wanted yeah. to throw this nugget your guys' way. BYU is a 500 team in day games under Sataki since 2019. Ooh, 26 and three in games that kick after 6 p.m. That is a hell of a stat. <laughs> Damn, that's a good stat. Hello, so we 500 in day games, yep. which say 26 and 3? Night games. Wow. i got to write that down. Yep. Thank you, Texter. That's good. Hopefully we have that wow. going for us. Take advantage. We, you know, First-time starter. That's yeah, good, good stuff right there. Appreciate you listening on the Horn app out there in Utah. Hey, Shout man, out. Appreciate you. Shout out. And also, I love the story that, Steve, that Sark said this week about uh, Lavelle Edwards. Like, you know, the biggest mentors in his life as a coach uh, were Lavelle Edwards and Norm Chow when yep. he was at BYU. Then Norm Chow took him to USC with Pete Carroll and then Nick Saban, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So some pretty good mentors. And he, he told the story that he, one thing that stuck out with Lavelle Edwards, the great – I mean, he was one of the god, the godfather of passing offense in college football. Definitely one of them, yeah. Totally changed. I mean, how Mummy and Mike Leach and those guys built on what, um, you know, Lavelle Edwards had done at BYU with Norm Chow. Well, uh, Sark said he, he said, you know what, I, always, I still think about this because I came to the sidelines, it was the offensive coordinator, Lavelle, and it was a big play, crucial play of the game, and uh, they were debating about what play to call. And Lavelle could tell, Coach Edwards could tell that they weren't, they weren't, they didn't, they weren't sure. Okay. 
And he said, Lavelle looked at Sark and said, Sark, what do you want to do? Hmm. And he said, and Sark was like, oh, I have a play. And so he got to call the play. That play I like. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they went with it, and it worked. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and he, he said, man, that, was, that meant so much to me that in that moment uh, I got to, he believed in me, he trusted me, and I got to say, no, here's the one. I, I'm out in the one out there. <laughs> I want this play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that builds a lot of confidence in a young player. And he says he still tries to give his, his quarterbacks the authority if they feel like they have a good play to go with it. Yeah, no, I, we've heard stories like that in the NFL, right? Where, matter of fact, recently CJ Stroud. Yeah, he said he admitted in that go-ahead touchdown was that against the Saints. They had the go-ahead touchdown, and they end up losing that Falcons. game. Falcons, Falcons, yes, it was. Thank you. I knew it was the NFC South. Ended up losing that game, um, but it was Bobby Slowick who asked CJ Stroud, very similar situation. Hey, you got any suggestions on how we should approach this? And he said, I got to play, actually. And he <laughs> made it up right there. It was the Dalton Schultz. It was Dalton Schultz. And he basically, they were running uh, kind of a pattern match cover four. And he said, we can get this safety because that safety is going to jump. If you uh, fake like you're going to in route or fake like you're running a curl, that safety will try to jump it and we'll be able to run. We'll be able to run the seam right behind him. And that's exactly what they did. And it was a CJ Stroud play. And look at his confidence now. You just heard Larry Tussle talking about his leadership skill. Like, man, you're a next-level leader. You want to you wanna empower your quarterback. You want them to feel like well, you know what's funny they about can, that? you know, call up some plays. It's, it's cool. I was watching a video. Kirk Cousins was with Dan Patrick or whatever, and Kirk, Dan Patrick had him read his scouting report coming out of college. Oh, that's fine. And, 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 but he took out all the good stuff and just made him read the bad. <laughs> <laughs> so one of them was, you know, doesn't, you know, gets chaos in their pocket, doesn't manipulate safeties with his eyes. And Kirk Cousins made the point. He said, you know, that's ridiculous because, you know, no college quarterbacks manipulating safeties with their eyes. You don't learn that until you're three, four, five years into the NFL. Yep. C.J. Stroud's already doing it. He is doing it. C.J. Stroud's already doing it. Yes, he is. Agreed. That's a great and that's point. how he got that play. He did. Well, because he manipulated the safety, and he had been studying during the game that the, the safety for Atlanta is going to jump this route. He's been, yeah. And so he said, he said uh, Dalton, fake like you're going post and cut back out. I'll use my eyes to move him, and then it's going to be open behind you. And that's exactly what they ran. And it, was, it was open. Yeah, no, you that's a high-level that. quarterback right there. He is there. a high-level quarterback. He's next level. Uh, there's no question That's about pretty it. exciting. Uh, all right, so there's your burn orange curtain. Longhorns and Sark. It's a rivalry game personally for it him is. and Kalani Sataki, uh, who's not good in day games. That's a good tip right there. Uh, we like that. Great tip. Good <laughs> nugget there, man. Behind behind enemy lines. Thank you, sir. <laughs> that's why I like my 20 points. I'll lay the 19 and a half because that's where I got it at. Give it to me. And Malik's going to ball out. Malik. By the way, one thing that was said behind the – you had that Jade Barron sound this week. Mm-hmm. He mentioned that, that Malik runs more. And Quinn's been running. That. Quinn's been running. So Quinn's been running. A you wonder lot. if you see more Malik. I mean, that, that, that big dude coming at you. And he's actually – Quinn might be faster than Malik. Yeah, I know why, people don't want to admit that, but that's probably the chase. That's, well, that's why I thought yeah. that was interesting that he, you know, he, and he kind of stopped himself. Like, hey, ooh, ooh, I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, no, no. yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, he said, he said, uh, said that. He said he's going to throw the fastball. Fastball. Quinn put a lot of touch on it, but he's going to throw it. Velocity-lo, baby. Bring it. Uh, those receivers better learn how to catch those. That's yes, for sure. Sam Sims was like that. And the receivers, they had to make the adjustment. Yeah, Matt, Apple, White would, Apple White would throw the touch floaters. Yeah. And then Sims would come in with the Nolan Ryan heat. I'm going to throw it right through this linebacker. Uh, sometimes it <laughs> go the other way. Teddy Lehman Lame, liked when he did that. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. When we do, it's what's popping into the weekend. We know what's popping. It's a sportsgasm weekend. We'll get you fully prepped, plus uh, Ty's Sex Panther pick of the night. It's Hug em Up. The Horn text line has moved. Join the conversation on the new Horn text line, 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-3776. What's poppin'? Brand new with just hopped in. The pick of the day is brought to you by MyBookie. 
My Bookie gets you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus up to a thousand bucks when you use promo code HORN. Uh, what is popping? This weekend is popping. You know that. It's Halloween parties for a lot of people this weekend. It's, uh, it's Ty's got a Halloween party. He hadn't decided if he's going, though. He'll be going. Come on. I think he's we know, going, too. We know FOMO, Ty. It's undefeated, Ty. You it's know you're undefeated. going out there. So. He stayed up too late last night. and uh, Chasing it. And now he says he wants to watch every pitch of the Rangers game tonight, game one of the World Series. But he's got – what do you got? Like, it's like a pub crawl Halloween mm-hmm. party thing it's, deal? So it's actually pretty cool. I might post it on my, my Twitter. Um, my friend made an Excel sheet, and it's like he picked – Five bars around like the West Six area, um, finishing up oh, at nice. Dawn's. But you get so there's like a par, um, birdie, uh, eagle for each bar. Like if you like sit, like you know, just drink a beer as a par, but if you get a Jaeger shot as a birdie, if you drink an entire pitcher of beer as an eagle, and whoever at the end has the lowest oh. score, I guess you just are the most drunk and you win nothing but it's it, i don't know it could be fun it's so fun and you don't have a, you know, did anybody help you out with a halloween costume because uh, we got to come up with something for you oh. uh, i'm a last um, minute. i'm a last minute i usually just go as the dude it's easy the just, dude just, okay. just oh that that's yeah. good yeah. that is good yeah. to just, go as dude. just put yeah. a put that'll a word on that'll work that'll work yeah, you got the you. beard yeah that's actually pretty good for you that's i creative. uh but, uh, yeah, it, what's not popping? Last night, Rod, we were sitting at, bar, at Backspin. Thanks, everybody that came out to Backspin oh, last yeah. night to uh, win those college football tickets and have fun. Uh, some Bowie Bulldogs won those college football tickets. That is fact, true. Uh, right there at Backspin. That's right. Uh, so I was sitting there, I'm debating, okay, because I made a trade this week with a friend of mine in our league for Stephon Diggs. I was like, I, get, I gave up some, some good that's, stuff. I needed a receiver. That's a good pick. But I already had Gay Davis. Oh, and yeah. So then I was sitting there, I was like, well, should I start both of them? Because I got Josh Allen as my quarterback. And I was like, man, should I start both of them? I got, you know, good backs. I'm using Jameer Gibbs as my flex. I was like, you know what, I should probably just put Gabe Davis in because he had a stretch of like six straight weeks with a touchdown. But then the last two weeks he's been down. But then last night he blew up, and I was like, ah, dang it. I didn't start him. I I still had a good night from Josh Allen, and Stephon Diggs was decent. I should have done it right. You could double up like that. should have. Well, I have two leagues. In two leagues, in one league I have have Josh Allen, Diggs, and Gabe Davis. And then in the other I have Tua. Raheem Mostert and Jalen Waddle. That's actually pretty smart. I figure these are two of the highest scoring teams in the league. Yeah, yeah. Just off having, I have their three, quarterbacks yeah. and their three options. Somebody, I'm gonna get some points. Out That's of a smart move, actually. That's a smart fantasy move. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. But then I'm watching, and then Gabe Davis becomes the primary receiver. Like, that's why I can't. That's, that's why I couldn't watch. I couldn't. I couldn't play fantasy anymore because I, I couldn't enjoy watching the games. I'd be so yeah. upset about targets and who threw it to whom and why didn't he run this route to this play. Oh, it's like you know what? Well, I'll give you what's uh, what's popping thing. You were mentioning CD Lamb earlier. You realize Puka Nakua, and say say this time's fast. Cooper Puka. Cup Puka Nakua. Cooper Puka. Cooper Cooper Cup Puka Nakua. <laughs> Those are the primary receivers for Matt Stafford, the Dallas native. He'll be back in Arlington playing that game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's how much he throws to Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua has twice as many targets this season as C.D. Lamb. Who was the number one receiver for the Cowboys. Yeah. Wow. Matthew Stafford has targeted Puka Nakua 82 times. That's, that's unbelievable. Uh, the, the, Dak Prescott's only, only targeted C.D. Lamb 40, like 40 times. No, he, he's on he, – guys, he's on pace for the greatest receiving rookie season in the history of the NFL. Yes. 
Like he's on that kind of pace. And he, and and it's slowed down a little since Cooper's come back with the last two weeks. Uh, Cooper comes back, but not to the point where it would. It's actually going to benefit him if you have him as I do in one of my fantasy leagues. Yeah, because the, 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 all the attention is going to go. He's already built the chemistry with Puka. Now all the, the focus is going to go on Cooper. Yeah, he, might he was get, putting up those big numbers early against, without Cooper Cup on well, the field for the first two or three weeks. Nobody knew who the hell he was. Then team started adjusting to him. But now you're right. Now it's going to be another adjustment because he'll be going up against the second, third best uh, DB on the team, and they'll they put him in the backfield more than you think. They do. He's Moving a around receiver. a lot. Yeah, he's kind of so, thick. Cowboys. That'll be fun with Dan BYU. Man, yeah. hey. What did Puka do at BYU? Did we look at those numbers? Well, the long ones are glad he's not there <laughs> <laughs> with their second. Right? I'm like, I don't even remember him, but now, damn, give give credit to uh, the Rams front office for finding Puka. Well, now it's kind of it. now it, it's similar to Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill because you got two great receivers, mm-hmm. and they're both you know wide right receiver ones. And you know if you if you double Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle's getting single teamed, and, yeah. and it, you know one of those guys can have a big game every week. Um, so and it, Gabe Davis and uh, and Stephon Diggs are the same, same way. Yeah, it's like your Devontae Smith and your A.J. Brown. But I think Brown, this goes to your point about the Cowboys. you got C.D. Lambert. Who else? Yeah, Where's your next dude? You had two of them you thought it could be. Yeah. Brandon Cooks or Michael Gallup. Two former 1,000-yard receivers, and neither one of them You're not using are them playing up. really well. Yeah. All right, Ty, what's popping for you? Uh, Halloween parties. Do you have a Sex Panther pick, one of those that yeah. you took? I like your Jets pick quite a lot, by the way. Uh, I'm going to take the Rangers. Okay, of course. <laughs> Make it easy. Like, that can, was you easy. Take, can you take me higher? Uh, Nathan Avaldi going for his fifth win this postseason against Zach Gallon. Remember, Zach Gallon started the, the All Star game uh, for the Arizona Diamondbacks for the National League against Garrett Cole. So, won 14 games. He got shelled pretty good in his last start. So, uh, Ranger Bats, don't play from behind against this Diamondbacks team. I would say that. Don't take mm. them lightly. You want to play with the lead? Yes, you do. They don't hit. For, they don't hit for power. I mean, they don't try to hit home runs that often. They're going to steal a lot of bases, though. Start Jonah Heim's got to be ready to go behind the plate tonight. Yes, sir. Cut down that running game. Um, now here's the number. The Diamondbacks have more stolen bases in this postseason than all the other postseason teams combined. Yeah. Score first. Teams that score first in the playoffs, 75% win percentage. Score first. We'll come in and the Ranger fans <laughs> will be like, who are these guys, man? Exactly. Oh, There's, if you don't know, now you know. Marte. Mm-hmm. Uh, you knew all the Astros, you know, name name by name. You don't know these guys very well. So that'll be fun to see tonight and uh, into the weekend with game two on Saturday night, both at 7.03 on Fox. Rod, have a great weekend, brother. You too, brother. I'll see you tomorrow at Mockingbird yes, Saloon. Sir. Come on down, folks. Game day. Bud Light, Mockingbird Saloon. Come on out. It's noon to 2. We'll be there live as we are for all the pregames, getting you ready for Texas and BYU. Uh, also, if you're going to watch the game and you're going to be at home, watch the YouTube channel on yes, Texas right. Football. I'll be hosting the watch along, and we watch the game with you and do deep dive analysis. Rod will be a part of it for so a quarter. Shizzle. Bobby Burton, Jerry Hamilton, yeah. Justin Wells, hey all the Inside yeah. Texas guys. It's a blast. It's the YouTube. It's on YouTube or YouTube TV on Texas Football, part of the, the Inside Texas Network. And we'll be at Mockingbird Saloon tomorrow, noon to 2. Come on out. Jim Rome is